God, it's hot as all hell. It's hot. What? It's hot as all hell. So take off all your clothes. How many? How many hells are there? And um, do you have to wear clothes in hell? Two questions. One to each of you. Crack on. Let's hear it. There are seven levels. And yes. Also, they say. Seven levels doesn't mean seven hells, though. I mean, that's seven yeah. circles of hell. The hell that continues, continuously Oh, continues. hell's a bloody roundabout. Is it really like a carousel? Hell. Well, what if there's seven circles? Uh, it's bound to be. Oh, mm. God. I was near a carousel today. It was really jaunty. Um, it was. Cause I find carousel music really, right, just odd. It's haunting. So it's supposed to be... It's, it's, no, it's... Yeah, boy, yes. I said no. I was wrong. Yes. It's, it's like... It's supposed to be cheerful, right? Mm. The carousel with the horses. You ride the horses, and you maybe a few other animals of other varieties that you can ride. Yeah. Um, but the music's all like really do do do, and they're really diminished chords. It's really weird, um, and I don't like it. I guess they didn't have good technology back in the 1900s. All I know is it's just too hot to be wearing clothes. I am not wearing pants. I'm not wearing any trousers. You're not? You just, you've just got socks on? Yes. And a t-shirt. <coughs> You're wearing socks and a t-shirt? No, yes. No, is, uh, I, mean, uh, yeah, I mean, is it? Is the rest of it f- flat? I mean... Look, it's, it's free, easy, trying to get a little bit breezy, and I invite every single person... And I'm getting a little bit queasy. Yeah. Every person out there, here and over there in the internet lands, take Hello. off your pants. Why are you not wearing any underwear? Is this because it's like... You haven't, you haven't got any left again. No, it's because it's really hot. Hey, look, we're recording yep. on a July, and it's beca- it's recently just past one of the hottest days in July ever. 160 and years. In 160 years at Heathrow, it's 36.5 degrees or something rather, which in some countries that the, the IG podcast is listened to, they laugh at. I know, but they're over there. I'm over here. I'm in my sweat box room of a recording studio, I don't need to wear trousers, is all I'm saying. Are you wearing underwear? Yes, because I need something to soak up that swamp ass. Why are you wearing socks? Because they're just too far away for me to, to take them off. What's Michael Bell wearing? Uh, I am wearing a full suit. Are you? With tie? Of course. Cumberband? Yeah. What Bra- are you, insane? Bra- braces? Braces. I thought I'd try and sweat out some weight, you know. Uh, it's not a bad idea. Austin Sweaty, wear all my clothes. Good. This is good. Time to crack over the drinks and to start the music. Can we start? An- can we start another intro? That was shit. Yeah, you you talk lots more. Start the show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday. It's time for the RG Podcast, not live. So I was watching the tennis, and it struck me that um, I came across. Um, obviously, Andy Murray is the world's most miserable man. Would you not agree? You know, the guy won Wimbledon and then just went, "Yeah, it was all right." Uh, well, that was yeah. it. That was his job. But you know, so you, if, you, if you finish a report at work, 
Right. You don't go around and celebrate and go, yeah, I've done it. I've been amazing. That was his job was to be good at tennis. He was good at tennis. He won it. He's, that's how he's supposed to react. So you're just saying it's okay for him to go, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. He, he won Wimbledon. He can do whatever the bloody hell he wants. So he... um. He was he was he was captured with some motivational quotes in the past uh, in the past week or so before Wimbledon. Oh yeah. Uh, I thought I'd read some out just to see whether or not you guys could utilize these in your day-to-day life. I'm always up for a perk talk. Or if you could utilize them in tennis, which I'm sure all of us play. I used to be very good at tennis when I was a kid because I was about two or three stone heavier than all the other kids, so my serve was amazing. So I just battered them. Wait, how, how does being two, three stone heavier improve improve? Because when, you, when you're twelve, if you're two, three stone heavier than all the other kids, your serves are really good, so they can't hit the work. So you got more strength. All your weight in your arm. Exactly. You fat is arms. it like one of those cartoons where all your fat transfers to your forearm as you twat the ball? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I thought so. Um, so here we go. This is this is Andy Murray's motivational quotes. Uh, this was described as written in note form in childlike handwriting by the independent um okay i don't know if that means it was written by him or his evil mother but here we go (laughs) uh she is she's terrible but never mind uh number one be good to yourself it's not bad i guess simple simple is that motivational or is it just good advice uh, I think I, that's I'm feeling something. Good advice. I'm feeling something in the in the in the pot, in the pipes. Be good to you. Be, oh, you're getting the fizz. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, number two, try your best. Common mm. sense. Motivational. It's a bit warmer. Number three, be intense with your legs. Um, I've just drawn an evil face on one of mine. Does that count? On your on your knee. No, <laughs> on my, on my ankle. On your ankle, but you, they won't be able to see that. You wear socks doing the tennis. Oh, you do, don't you? Uh, you got to use your knees, I think. Okay. So if you drew like a... Yeah, you could, yeah, your knee's quite an evil. So if you drew like evil eyes and like a and a, and yeah. a, a garling face. Garling? That's not a yeah. word. A garlic Gnarling. face. Perfect. Garlic face. And you could be like lunging towards your enemies with in, with ferocity. No, that, that's not in the, that's not in the uh, rules and regulations of tennis. Well, fuck tennis. I'm just talking about the, the game of life. Lunging. Ferocious lunging. Ferocious lunging. I think lunging's allowed. Not ferociously. Like. ball or not. Mm. Uh, number four be proactive during points which I think means hit the ball that's good advice it's back to tennis though isn't it you don't get points in life you do get points in tennis yeah brownie points don't count though can. Does it? doesn't count mm. um, focus on each point in the process which again, again is just ret- tennis, returning yeah. the ball returning the ball uh-huh. Tr- six try to be the one dictating hmm. that's a good one isn't it that's, that's what that's megalomania <laughs> Yeah, that also got a lot of people into trouble in the uh, 1930s, definitely. <laughs> and more rec- and more recently. Ah, yes, Gaddafi. Um, number seven. Try to keep him at the baseline. Make him move. That could just be That's dating nice, advice, it? really. Keep him at the baseline. Make him move. Make him make the first. Don't move don't give move. it away until at least the third or fourth date. Fourth or, or 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 ball. I don't know. Are we doing tennis still? <laughs> Um, eight, keep going for your serve. That's tennis. Again, tennis again. Nine, nine, stick to the baseline as much as possible. He's already said that. Well, keep him at the baseline, but you need to stick to yourself at the baseline. So everyone's at the baseline. So nobody's nobody's moving, nobody's dancing. No one's dancing, no No one's asking. No one's dancing. Everyone's shuffling around. 
Looking with embarrassed. With their crazy legs. And yes. number 10, stay low on passes and use your legs. But you said legs before. I know. The intention of your legs was number three. Base on legs, mainly. I think there's only like six points there and the others just keep repeating themselves. But this was genuine, genuine advice for Andy Murray. There we go. Well, this week, I kind of became a surrogate girlfriend. What? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to crack open a biscuit for this one. You crack on, mate. Go right. on, let's hear it. What do you mean a surrogate girlfriend? Well, I went to Alkaline Trio um, the other day, because that's what you should do if you go if Alkaline Trio are in town. Yeah, that's true. I mean, They're great. I and it was same with no effects as well. It's a great, great lineup. Anyway, so I was there, and because I've probably been seeing them, I kind of worked out I've been seeing Alkaline Trio for about 12 years when I was about 16 when I first saw them. Okay, so you're a good, dedicated fan. Yeah, but because of this, I've kind of... You kind of pick up and notice some other sort of people, sort of hardcore fans and stuff. So I, I did go to the gig on my own, uh, and I, I had a oh, bit, yeah. I had a bit to drink. But kind of going around, it was quite cool, because you go and saw, oh, hey, I saw you guys at Nottingham. Oh, you guys were good there. So you kind of picked up on some people. And I, I did run into my ex-girlfriend as well, but I didn't set her on fire, so I think that's a win. Thank you, thank you. But then I ran into the nicest couple I've ever met in my life, um, and I've I've been to gig been to gigs with them before. But how did you meet these people? I mean, I wasn't there to act as your wingman to attract couples. Well, it's quite easy to meet people at gigs because you know after the song's finished, that was a really good song, wasn't it? Yeah, cool. You know, you can. So what happens at gigs? You can go and make friends. Icebreaker, yeah. But but because like I can't recognise their faces and stuff because you know I've been to so many gigs and stuff like this, and I think I'd met them in the Nottinghamshire or something, and I've seen them a few times. Um, and they're a lovely, lovely couple, but she's now pregnant. Uh, and it's not yours, th- is it? Not nah, to do with you, nah, mate. Nah, nah. But so I kind of got kind of got chatting to them and stuff, and we we're kind of vaguely near the front. Uh, but she, because she's pregnant, and about three or four songs in, it got, kind of got a bit too much for her. Oh no! Nice. Um, I was going to say because she's pregnant, after three or four songs, it just burst out. No, just you know, just the heat and you know, all moving around stuff like that. Um, so she was like, you know, going, you know, all right, I'm just going to go to the back. It's fine. And the lad was like, oh, I'll come back with you. She said, no, 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 stay and have fun. What lovely, lovely couple. But I kind of got the impression, because they're such a nice and sweet couple, they don't really see any other people. So he didn't really know what to do. So <laughs> he's gone, like, well, I'm at a gig. He's like this great big lad. He's like seven foot tall. He's a built guy. And he was kind of just a bit lost. He was like... I go to gigs. I go to gigs <laughs> with my girlfriend. I don't know what to do now. So it was oh, like it was like making sure I had space, making sure I could see. Bought me a drink. It was like just this, just really nice. I kind of became a sorry girlfriend for the for the for the evening. Did you hold hands? No, but he sort of um, pushed a couple of people aside so I could see better and had a better place. And it's like nice. Cheers. It sounds like he. Um, I think he imprinted on you or something. I think it's just that's what he 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 was so used to going to gigs with his girlfriend. And that's what he did for her. He just does it for whoever he's standing with, you know. I've, and you happen to be in the right place at the right time. We vaguely, you know, we've met probably about five or six times very vaguely at gigs. It's like, oh, okay, all right, well, hey, man, do you want to get a beer? Yeah, okay, cool. How did it feel being being the girlfriend? It was nice. I, I, I got I got wined. Uh, didn't get died. Oh, yeah. We had a lot. We had a lot of beer. Uh, we sang. Yeah. We sang a lot of music. We sang all the tunes. Voice, voices hurt at the end. Um, got great space because you know everyone was moving out of the way. It was yeah. It was great. Enjoyed it. I'm just. I just want to make sure you've not been groomed. That's all. I'm. Just, <laughs> no. Just no, want to make I've, sure. 
perfectly, that's an interesting point. Perfectly uh, consenting, this. Per- perfectly fine. It's just, you know, some Did you nice make the people. First move? I mean. Well, we kind of both did, because I'd vaguely remembered the couple. We were sort of chatting. as like, oh, yeah, I remember you from this gig and whatever. We're, we're chatting away, and then she went, went to the back, and then I kind of had to assume the position. Oh, so you did have a safe oh. word. Okay. Um, <laughs> fuck off. Good. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I just enjoyed it. Yes. But did you have a good time? Right, did yeah. you get his phone number? No, we didn't. Did you see him again? Uh, well, next time. Well, it's like... he's like. Um, oh, when's the baby due, mate? Like like the wind in the night. Next time I'll go and try and answer tour, I'll be there. What? This is it. When's the baby due, though? Because you must have checked And are you going to be there to hold the, the, the girlfriend's hand? Or the boyfriend's hand, actually. Both. Sorry. Both. They're, lo- they're a lovely couple. I'd, I'd, no, I was I'd thinking because the baby's coming, then she won't be able to do gigs, so you can step ah, in full-time substitute, yeah? That's a good point, actually. Yeah, I should Yeah, I should get on that. That's what I would have been thinking. Mm. I would have looked at that as an opportunity. I didn't think it through. didn't think it through. Mm. Oh, well. But I was, still very, I was still very proud of myself that I didn't set my ex on fire, so... <laughs> News. The most popular nicknames men call their manhoods is revealed in survey. Oh, go on then. Um, That's right. Grax, what do you call? What do you call yours? I don't. You don't. I, I don't name my penis. You, what? There's your girlfriend. <laughs> no, but the, I I don't really have names for mine or hers. Or her penis. No, I don't have a name for a penis. <laughs> I don't know. I don't quite understand why it needs to be named. It's a thing. It's an it. It's not a person. Oh, fair enough. Do you know what? I, on the news story, it actually doesn't have the list of of names. What? And it's yeah. fucking pointless article then. Wait, hang on. So it's an article saying a survey has been revealed of the popular names and it doesn't even say what they are. Yeah, really? I'm going to have to find it. Hold on. Jesus Christ. Hold on, hold what, on. what article is this? Where is this coming from? Survey men's nick no. so it's basically just saying right there's a been a, there's been a survey you google it we can't be asked to write it so here we go the 11 so 72 percent of men opt for names like hercules or troy okay um Makes so they go for sense. they go for really masculine names okay and powerful strong names. so do you guys want to guess any of the other nine names that are most used for men's penises what about, uh, what about hank batman Hank. Hank Hank's a very ba- butch manly name, isn't it? Hank. It is. It's a great name. No, Hank is not on the list. Uh, Batman is not on the list. Fools. Fools uh, is okay. not on the list. Um, Jackhammer. <laughs> nice. Not on the list. Oh. Uh, you're not. You're not far off with these kind uh, of firm. Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. <laughs> No. Triple H. There's no. Ah, uh, there is one that refers to a wrestler. Oh, uh, The Rock. The Rock in at number four is The Rock. Yeah. Why would you name your penis Dwayne Johnson? That's right, in at number 11 this week is Napoleon. In at number 10 is Wendell. In at number 9 Why is Napoleon? Randolph. What? Why, na- why Napoleon? Eleven Napoleon, because um, he only had one penis. Uh, what, what, what's a Wendell? We've only got one penis, mate. Except for people who have two, and they're weird. Bifurcated. It's like a bunch of bananas down there. Mm. Uh, and at number nine, Randolph. 
This week in at number eight, up two places, it's Johnny. Oh, that makes sense. At number seven, it's Jerry. At at number six, it's Dave, Channel 12 and Freeview. Number five, it's Wilfred. Number four, The Rock. Number three, Russell the Muscle. Number two, Hercules. And in number one this week, it's Troy. Troy the Cock. Yeah. Then shit names. Um, would you like to know the average penis size as revealed in a recent study? Uh, can I guess? Yes. Is it still 5.5 inches? Uh, 5.16 inches whilst direct. Ah, perfect. Killer feral seagull that butchers 10 pigeons a night is on the loose in Britain. Oh, my word. That's right. A killer seagull has been butchering pigeons and feasting on their corpses. Or basically eating pigeons. I don't, I don't, I don't see a problem here. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just doing the work for us. Yeah. And so long as it's not attacking humans. You eat pigeons then, Greg? Well, I haven't, but I would say no to some pigeon. Okay. Well, it's a, it's a bird. I mean, it, oh, it I see. Because it's yeah, a bird. It's a family family member of the duck. You hate ducks, yeah? Okay, I get you. Mm. That's a, that's one hell of a link. Yeah. But, uh, sure. Let's go with that. This is Plumstead news, East London. Uh, the person who is from Plumstead uh, is called Johanna van der Voysendis. Uh, uh, said it's one of the most violent things she's ever seen. She said, I've, I saw... Uh, there we go. She says, I saw him hunting pigeons on two separate days. Both times he picked them off, dragged them into the lake and drowned them. <laughs> nice. Oh, wow. Oh, pigeon- yeah. oh, seagulls, they're evil, evil bastards. They are. Um, there's a comment underneath. Uh, it says, don't die. Oh, oh, no, it doesn't. Don't die. Um, that. Yeah, that counts, yeah. Yeah, cannot think of a better way to get rid of those dirty pigeons. It's better than poison and cheap. Nelson's column in London could do with a few of these seagulls. Is it is type expat Perth? It's a type of cannibalism, though, isn't it? It's a bird it's... eating a bird. Yeah, totally. No, it's it's not cannibalism. But it's a bird eating it's, a bird. Cannibalism is to eat your own kind. Well, it's a bird. It's a flying thing. But that's the same as a human being eating a, a chimpanzee. It's not cannibalism in that case. It's just really exotic. Yeah, this this seagull is just trying the other kind of meat, and it likes it. <laughs> keep keep that so keep good. that bit. Cut that bit forever. <laughs> what Rax? What are you doing? Trying a different type of meat, and like it. <laughs> mm. Soundbite right yeah. there. So that pretty much wraps up this week's news. It, it does, but I, I have a I have a slight slight new uh, section for the show. Uh, this new section is called "Oh fuck off," okay, and it's where I take a piece of news for the week and think "Oh fuck off" when I read it. <laughs> this week's this week's "Oh fuck off" is Snapchat. Snapchat have changed uh, the way you look at the pictures, so you no longer have to hold down the screen while looking at pictures because some people complain their thumbs were hurting. <laughs> oh fuck off! Oh my oh, thumbs fuck are off, mate. fuck off. Oh, fuck and that was this. That was this week's. Oh fuck off! Oh fuck off! So what do you do now? You just tap it. And you tap it and it blows. Which it is actually a lot easier. But oh fuck off! Don't complain. Your thumbs are pissing out, and you big fucking twat. Fuck off! Can we have a three two? Can we have three two one? Oh fuck off! All right, you count. Three two one. Oh, oh fuck, fuck off! off. 
Texas, let's suck it hard. Who knows what your pets are thinking? <laughs> Mr. Potter. Leviosa. Sorry, no. Are you okay? Uh, I was possessed by had, Alan Rickman. You had a moment second. there, didn't you? I did. It's Texas. Mr. Oh, excuse me, I'm going to Potter. This story comes in from Rachel Thompson you're n- you're in not. Merseyside. Carry on, Alan. She says, Dear Texas. Yep. It, the psychic horse. It, you know what your pets are thinking. In January, my mare, Whisper, contracted colic. 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 That sounds more like Come it. Come on, snap out of it. <clears throat> Sorry, colic. Despite the vet treating colic. us... Some... <laughs> find a, ha- find a happy her. medium, Grax. <laughs> you could do it. Can we believe what, it? You just got to believe. C-O-I-C. C-O-L-I-C. Colic. That'll do. Colin. Despite Colin. the vet's... <laughs> It's, there's no disease called Colin. There is. It's the worst type of disease. Well, Colin. Yeah. I've just I've just googled Colin. I've got a, I've got a uh, bad case of the Colin. Colin. Oh, I've just got remedies for Colin. Yeah. Uh, key remedies for Colin include um, running fast in the opposite direction uh, and uh, snuffling. No, he's got bad. Unfortunately, he's got a bad case of the Collins. Yeah. Unfortunately, Whisper is suffering from colic, not Collins. Okay. Despite the vet treating her, something burst inside oh, her and she died. Something so strong, so strong. <laughs> <laughs> that was lovely. Something inside so strong. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> she was. <laughs> well, it's really like nondescriptive, isn't it? Is that, was it a balloon? Was what was it? It was something inside as she died. Oh. Sad. Where's your bedside manner? Where's your bedside manner? Bloody hell! You never make it as a nurse. <laughs> yeah, something something went wrong. She died. But, but that was my beloved pet. She did. Oh. Yeah, get over it. Snap out of it. Next. <laughs> she was my best friend for twelve years. Please, can you contact her for me, Texas? So this is the first time we've had Texas contacting another horse. Uh, another horse. Yes, she. Texas has contacted other animals, but not a horse. Wow. Okay, so it should be pretty straightforward, right? Do you want to know what Texas said? I do. What did? What's the horse's mare's name? What's the mare's name? Whisper. Whisper. Okay. Sorry. What, what was what's it? the what horse's, horse's name? name? What's the horse's name? Uh, Texas says. I'm glad we both went for that, Andy. Well done. Thanks. <laughs> Pat yourself on the back. Texas says. Whispers intestines burst after tapeworms <laughs> caused a blockage. Tapeworm blockage in the intestines. That's right. I thought she had colic. Uh, apparent. Well, apparently it's the, the two are linked to each other. But this is what was bursting in the guts. It's tapeworm blockage. <laughs> but the worming medicine had stopped working, so you aren't to blame. Wait, is, Texas set, is, this, is he setting us up for a court case? <laughs> is Texas feeling guilty? No, I think Texas is trying to sell a. Uh, um, um, but surely Texas would have known this was going to happen, so we could have warned. Oh, that, that's an interesting dilemma. We've not come across that yet. Is Texas feeling guilt because he was like, you know, hey, I'm Texas, the psychic horse. Whoa, baby, I'm going to go and go over there, do horsey stuff. My friend's about to die. No, I'm going to hang out with these mares. Whoa, because he's Dusty Rhodes. 
some sort of <laughs> <laughs> what? Some, some sort of black exploitation horse. But, <laughs> nice. but don't know, that that MO doesn't add up, Michael Bell. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do a different voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was perfect. That, Whoa, that's baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. We're going to go do some horsey stuff over there. Yeah. My, my right. friend's going to die, but I don't care. Oh, Check on. Wow, wow. Cool. Oh, I should have I gone for the herring voice, but no. <laughs> But yeah, you, you said that Texas was probably wanted to go out and kill Whisper, but there were how, why, who, when, what? So but Whisper's Whisper's bought it. Texas, Whisper's dead. Texas could have stopped it, but Easy, it didn't. easily. He, he just wanted to just talk to him. I mean, how hard is it to stop worms? Tapeworms, no doubt. I wouldn't know, mate. I mean, you talked about, talked about medicine, didn't he? I mean. Um, he is a practiced licensed veterinarian. He is a licensed world. veterinarian in 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 Wales. Yeah. Um, but the worming medicine stopped working, so you are not up to blame. I can tell from the image she is showing me of her galloping freely that uh, she's okay now. What from a, pi- a picture when it was alive? You, no, can't, when, you, you can't get a picture from from beyond the grave. Not you wouldn't, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't get developed. I mean, you can you can dream it, but you wouldn't. Uh, has he taken it to boots? You couldn't, put it, you couldn't put it on Instagram. No, you will put it on Vine. It's only seven seconds long. That's all you need. But she's okay now. Whisper is proud of how you've coped with her loss. She says you lived together during a past life of the First World War. What? what? First World War? What? Hang on, Hang on, I'm, sure. I'm sorry. I think I must have misread that. Let me try that again. Yeah. She says you lived together during a past life of the First World War and made a pact to reincarnate so you could help each other out again. Yeah, but Texas did didn't, say that. Texas did didn't say help Whisper that, out. Hold on. Texas could have said, Oi, Whisper, mate, uh, you want to go to the vets and check out that tapeworm? Something's up. But, but he chose not to, so it didn't help. How old is the person that was written in? How old? Yeah. 29 years old. Oh, so it could have been a First World War person someone that lived through the first world war how how could they have known to begin with how did how did texas know that there was a connection well he's you know he's he's always plucking stuff out of nowhere isn't he so whisper has never forgotten your kindness and adds until we ride again never forget if you've got tapeworm Never stop taking all those pills. <laughs> so oh, go to the vet and check out your guts. Why don't you, you check out check just your, out guts? your guts? Cause you come so far <laughs> and it feels so long. You'll you explode and then you'll die. And it's all gone wrong. This is really just remember this. We're not invincible. Come on, guys. We're not invincible. Whisper wasn't invincible. We're not invincible. We're only horses. We're only horses. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> that was a jamming session. Take, and they say we can't riff. Rachel's come up with a reply. Oh, of course know. Rachel has. Yeah, 29. Rachel says, The vets put a tube down Whisper's throat and some stuff to shift the blockage, but it didn't work. My granddad died three weeks after Whisper, so maybe that's why she thinks I was brave. What? What? I don't get it. I still don't understand the World War One reference. Hang on, wait, wait. What's your grandfather got to do with this? Was he in World War One? He'd be too old. Was he looking after the horse when he was a lad? 
Well, depends. It depends how old the grandfather is, I suppose. It's possible, but you'd have to... But have... what's the grandfather connection? Oh, uh, he takes his... No, Whisper comes down, looks at Rachel, goes, Oh, she's cry She's not crying. She's not crying over me right now. Right, so real good. I'll, I'll just trot away for now. Little did Whisper realise she's crying over a dead grandfather. What is the r r r r r chat all about? I don't know. He's reincarnated as a dog. Is he, where is he from? I don't know. Oh, it's beautiful. Okay, good. Apparently, according to this, Whisper was wormed regularly, but she was also on medication for arthritis, so perhaps that stopped the medicine working properly. I'm just relieved that she's at peace. In the glue the factory. End. The end. Do you know what Texas' favourite musician is? No, tell me. Is, Texas is it Texas? Musician? It's uh, Midge Manila. Oh. Oh. Do you know what his favourite type of um, melon is? No, I, I don't know. What's his Texas favourite? As the American melon? would call it, a cantaloupe. <laughs> no, I, I prefer Dandy's answer of Texas. What's Texas's favourite song? Uh, favourite artist? Texas. Take yeah, that, we're just established. Well, that too as well. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a bit of King of the Castle. I'm the king of the castle, and you're the dirty rascal. I'm the king of the castle, and you're the dirty rascal. I'm the king of the castle, and you're the dirty rascal. Yes, it's round three of this fantastic weekly feature of King of the Castle. The previous two weeks, we had a winner from the superheroes, which happens to be Super Grand, and we have the winner last week of TV Detectors, which is Frank Drampen. Yes, thank you. Well remembered. And so, and so for the round three, we decided to go to the next logical step. Best crisps. Or potato chips if you're not British. If you're okay, not British. So, so what's, what's, been, what's been submitted? Okay, well, so we've been sending out... So we sent out a call to the Twitterverse and the Facebook call. Oh, That's our Twitter call. For submissions of the, the best crisps, which the ones you think would be number one king of crisps or potato chips. Okay. So we've got a few subscriptions. From at Skeddy. Yeah, I can't. Do, so I can't do the ads. I can't. I can't do it. Yes, yeah, at Skeddy. From at Skeddy, Frazzles, strong oh. contender, strong contender. It's a classic. Can't lie. I love those straight away. Um, then from Dirk Sanchez, it's some kiwi stuff. Never tried them. Don't know. But uh, it's called kiwi as, and it's to, and it's tomato sauce and mince pie flavor crisps. What? Hold on. What mince pie crisps? Yeah. That's to be discussed later. Yeah, from what's from the brand Watties. Other brands what are available. What the fuck? And uh, Grax, you've got the other two. So add Jojo Lisa. She submitted the idea of Walker's salt and vinegar. Jimbo, well, Jimbo Fluffytail's been in touch. He's chosen. He's chosen Burton's potato puffs. Uh, apparently, they're extinct now, but uh, he did love their strong flavour and delicate textures. That's on the RG Prod Twitter feed. Ah, so there we go. So we have four contenders. Let's uh, let's hear the argument for Frazzles. Frazzles, very very strong, strong contender. I think the categories of crisps have to be packet. Yep. Packet. Taste. Yep. Okay. Ability, ability, stability to go into a crisp sandwich, and how oh. good they are with a hangover. Not the. Mm. Well, not They're the my four factor. main categories of of crisp. Okay. 
What about if they're accessible to vegetarians and non-vegetarians? Oh, it's crisps. Doesn't matter. Oh, crisps is, counts as meat then. Oh, does it help? Good. It's not. An, it's not actual flesh, is it? Come on, be be grown up about it. I am. I'm not a vegetarian, so it doesn't really bother me. But good. Well, firstly, firstly, I'm pitching also, for frazzles, definitely. Uh, also, frazzles... How, how it gets in your teeth as well, because like if you get like um, like oh, a what's it, a what's it will stick in your smulch. teeth, and it's kind of horrible. So. Smulch. Yeah, that's that's the only downside of frazzles. Otherwise, the flavor of the mm. bacon flavor of frazzles is just same magnifique. It's a belter. Yeah. Well, the frazzles are interesting because they changed manufacturer. They went from uh, Smith's crisps over to Walkers. So Walkers now run frazzles. Oh, um, so they've sold out a sellout crisp, right? That's, well, that's I think a, I think negative Smith's negative were bought out more so. Smith's uh, died mm, away. But, yeah, they um, sold out. Well, the the, thing is, sold the corp- sold out to the corporate whore. Frazzle's always a smallish packet, but a really intense flavour. Good, Very good, good in, in a sandwich. sandwich. Great yeah. in a sandwich. Yeah. Can't knock that. Yeah. Uh, if we... true. And you've got to have to bear in mind, it has to be the Frazzle brands of uh, bacon flavour. Oh, yeah, the others don't yeah. count. Right. The, the other ones are just, the others. just um, inferior. If you, if you played, it off, played it off against Walker's salt and vinegar, that's, that's a crisp sandwich crisp. Chris, salt and vinegar, I don't like salt and vinegar, but for a hangover, it's very, very good. It scores a lot of hangover points. I feel that in a packet of uh, Walker's general crisps, you don't get enough crisps. No, that's true. So I, mean, I think that's a real... Once upon a time, I, think but... that, I think that really, against Frazzles, for me, that's that's a game changer. I think they're... Yeah, I think they're Frazzle, well Frazzles, don't get me wrong, it's, it's, it's scoring big at the moment, but it has sold out. And uh, it does stick in the back of your teeth. So Yeah. But the flavour, Michael but yeah, the flavour of Michael Bell is superior to salt and vinegar. Well, we don't know what the Aussie ones are, do we? So we it's a kiwi them. crisp. Yeah, but this is it. Now we've got two mystery crisps. We've got Burton's Potato Puffs, uh, which are extinct, so technically can't win. Uh, or Dirk Sanchez's, and this is a query I have, tomato sauce and mince pie flavour crisps. Mm. This is curious. That's bad. At least. He's also tweeted a picture of three other flavours. Uh, tomato sauce... Uh, classic kiwi onion dip and smokehouse sweet chili chicken. Uh, they are a ruffled crisp. Look like a mm-hmm. look like a ruffled. We haven't had any other ruffled contenders. How do you feel oh, about a ridge? How do you feel about a ridged crisp? Uh, More flavour in a ridge? Yeah, I would say so. I I think ridges. Give me the illusion of more flavour as opposed to a potato, a regular potato chip. Right. Okay. So um, we're going to lose. I think we've got to lose the extinct crisp straight away. Uh, well, the only extinct. the only reason I'm giving them the points is that if it's actually made in Burton, it'll win. Well, Burton because I'm born in Burton. Well, yeah. I have a bag of um, I have a bag of crisps in front of me. These are do you, now these are crisps. Well, there you go. Childhood. Let's let's take out a pack. Let's take out the extinct ones and put the ones you're eating right now. Well, this is a classic. It's another Burton's crisp. So, Jimbo, this could sit well with you, mate. Um, yeah. This is, and you guys should be able to relate to this, fish and chips. Oh. Uh, no, no. 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 Just, uh, I those, want, to tell you, f- want to tell you where it's from. Uh, Burton's Biscuit Company, uh, trading in the name of Burton Foods Limited, uh, Biscuit Company, PO Box 145, Birmingham. That's a B248WR, so... No GM ingredients. I'll eat them. Yeah, but the flavour's appalling. It's ah, like this is a special version. This is a curry sauce flavour. What are you doing to your mouth, Andy? Come oh, on. Basically eating crisps. And they're baked Shove. as well. Right, so for that, I think they've got to go. Yeah. 
curry sauce with fish and chips. Don't get me wrong, you do put curry sauce in your fish and chips. Absolutely. But I'd rather but, have but fish not and in chips. A, not in a crisp. Oh, I always get curry sauce with when I get fish and chips, but never, never in a crisp. So gone for me. Big, yeah, big I, I, I can't be dealing with that. Uh, Aussie, Aussie kiwi crisps. Sorry, Dirk, but never, never the sauce, meat. Tomato sauce and um, mince, mince, mince pie. pie. Is tomato sauce, no. tomato sauce, tomato sauce, crisps. You're coming over in August in a month's time. Bring them along. Bring some along. We'll reevaluate. We'll totally reevaluate. Yeah, I think they've got to go just because tomato sauce and the crisp is horrible. Meat crisp, fair enough. If that's your, that's your way, you know that you're Can't have mince pie crisps. That's just nuts. No, that's wrong. So just and also for, foreign muck, get out. Oh man, that's not way to talk to duck. We haven't discussed Walkers. Walkers, though, they are a classic crisp. Um, good for hangover, so they score lots of points there. Good they don't stick. In, they don't stick in your teeth that much. The you don't packaging. The back. The, 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 packaging, the amounts of air to crisp ratio is a bit unbalanced. They've also they look they kind of they're in they kind of uh, change their mind. They flip flop because it used to be blue and then it went to green. So mm. you know you've got to take that into account as well. They can True. turn on you at any time. But Frazzles sold out, so. I've made my decision. I've made my decision. And this week, I'm going to tell you what my decision is first. Oh. Because usually I'm the one making this selection. For prosperity, for memories of my childhood, for crunch, for sandwich ability, for pure flavour, it's Frazzle. Okay. Michael Bell? Um. Yeah, I mean, I like Walkers, but the baked ones uh, that they brought out now—they're slightly better. They, they've got a better crunch, and then again, they're slightly—they're slightly. Um, doesn't matter. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Frazzles. Oh. I would say it's down to me, but the Frazzles are one. But uh, what's your for, yeah. yeah? What's your answer? For me. Out of the selection of crisps we have, I would go for the flavour that brings me the most joy and the most wondrous sensations is the flavour that makes me want to keep going back to it as opposed to the faux flavour, which is ironic because it's not real. I'm going for bacon-flavoured frazzles. Full house this week. Full house. Full house crisps. Frazzles, it's the winner. It's the king of the castle. King of crisps. King of Crisps. Ah, what's next week? Last week, next week. Last week. Right, you need to pick something logical, which goes on from superheroes, TV detective, crisps. Let's do favourite console. Best console and why. So next week, and for the final contestant of King of the Castle, game consoles. Computer best consoles. Game console. What is the best and why? Submit it to RG Productions. That's at RGProd. Double H G W E P R O D. Your favourite console and why? That's hashtag K O C. You got questions? The cause you worries they are your blight. Burning questions. We got the answers, so hold on tight. That Andy Gilder's been in touch. Uh, if global warming is a thing, how come today is colder than yesterday? Hashtag burning questions. Because it's the side effect of global warming. The, the idea is the planet will actually start to cool down. 
Uh, let me see if I remember this correctly. It's something to do with the the, the heat currents of the planet. It's, it's a Gulf Stream. That's what we're in the middle Gulf of. Stream. That's the word I was looking for. It's to do with the Gulf Stream. The warming of the planet causes the ice in the north and on the south pole to melt, which dilutes the salt water of the sea, which reduces the Gulf of Mexico stream to slow down to a near stop which stops the heat of the planet moving around the planet which then stops the planet getting warm and for some reason the sun rays are not being reflected back into itself because of the clouds and therefore we'll end up having uh, an ice age which will cover the entire planet so it won't be like Mad Max it will be like ice age with that sloth and mammoth and saber-toothed tiger and the saber-toothed squirrel Or you could just take a hood. You could just take a hoodie to work. So if you're take bit, a coat out, if you're a bit, if you're a bit nippy, then you just yeah. pop that on. Um, I mean, it sounded good, Grax. I'm not going to lie. Did it sound good? Good. It sounded put, great. You put some words in there. I didn't understand. So, I mean, you used the word planet three times in in about two seconds, but it was good. Sarah Seberfield on Facebook asks, "When does cheese move from medium to mature?" No, I do, mate. When it hits eighteen. No, that no, that wouldn't. No, that's wrong. Sixteen. When it hits thirty-five. Thirty-five. I think that's officially mature. Really? Well, then by then it's settled down. It's had, you know, it's it's lived a life, but it's it's thinking of sort of moving to the countryside, having maybe having some baby cheeses, you know. Oh God, I'm I'm approaching thirty-five. Does that mean I'll have to mature and settle down? Pretty, pretty much. I mean that that um. Race against Mother Nature in the in the fertility wacky races. That's coming up to you. Oh, curse you, Mother Nature! Mother Nature's doing the Muttley uh, laugh in that in that race against Mother Nature. <laughs> Exciting stuff. All right. Uh, finally, uh, at Eleven Zico has been in touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, would Brum from the TV's kids show ever be accepted into the Transformers crew? Hashtag burning questions. No. <laughs> and that pretty much wraps up this week's better questions. Don't, don't know who Brum is. Don't know what they've watched Transformers. Brum's a little car. He drives around with eyeballs. It's like an old-fashioned car, nineteen forties car. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes Brum, Brum, and he just shakes around. It's, it's like children. Yeah, no. So that's two no's. Yeah. So that's a no. Sorry, Zico. Fuck him. <laughs> just, just fuck. Correct Brum. answer. So thank you very much for your submissions of burning questions, and you can continue to submit your burning questions to us, the RG Podcast crew. You could do this by um, writing And away. Grax, we're not a crew. We're a, collect- okay. we're a collective. Oh. No, we're not. Uh, a gathering? <laughs> um, you can submit them to your RG entity. Posse? Posse. Posse. RG Posse. Don't say it like that. RG Posse. It sounds like pussy. No. Submit it into the RG Pussy. Us, send it to us. Just give it us. Give it us, mate. Give, give it, it over. It. Give it over. <laughs> you can do this by a variety of ways. You can do this via Twitter, which is twitter.com forward slash RG Pod A H G E P R O D. You can also submit them on Facebook. And while you're at it, why don't you like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash RG Pod? And you could always email us at RG Productions at gmail.com. Wow. That's just muscle memory now, isn't it? It's just there. Yeah. I could recite it almost perfectly. That is impressive stuff. Um, well, I think as we pretty much wrap up this week's RG podcast, um, for me, I'd like to hear the inner thoughts of Michael Bell. 
I too would also like to hear the inner thoughts of Michael Bell in a potentially right. You can say fashion. you can say all that. You can list off all the emails, all the twitters and stuff, but you couldn't say the words "hearing" and Michael Bell. Or in, in or, poetic form. Or in poetic just... poem. No, in poem, please. It's Mike's poem. Yeah. Right, lads, sort it out, boy. Do it. On the... <sighs> It's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. John! 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 Do you really think that's appropriate at the workplace? Remember where you are, says his killjoy boss. John, always the rebel, took to his office and de-shirted and sat next to the fan. That cooled John down. Yes, he was feeling refreshed. This is the life, thought John. However, he forgot the cleaner was in, and she took this him sitting down without his shirt on as a sign that her relentless flirting was working and she jumped on him. Just before his vinegar strokes, the Preston account walked in to see this muck. John has now been fired and had to move back to his folks' house in Cardiff. The moral is it's hot, deal with it. That is a true story. I'm very impressed by that. <sighs> Started off with one side of you started off with one idea, one kind of flow. You thought, oh, we know where this is going. And then you went in a completely different direction. Doesn't pay to be cocky, you're saying. Well done. Gold star. I think I think it's important that people realise that life life happens. At 36 degrees Celsius. And a half in Heathrow. I mean, it's too hot. For, it's too hot for having sex anyway, isn't it? I mean, oof. As the summer breeze flies away and the leaves turn from green to brown and dead. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, a metaphor, if you will, for uh, the end of the show. And my Uh, sex life. (laughs) Thank you very much, uh, Michael Bell, for indulging us in your uh, sexual uh, activity. No worries. Uh, For another week on the RG Podcast. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. I appreciate your support. Um, Do you have a single word for the audience? Apparations. Apparations, very good. Grex Bishop. Yes, hello. Hey, how are you, sir? You, you, you're well? I'm still very hot and sweaty, and it's just getting worse. Ha- have you removed your socks yet? No. You found I don't a... understand why you had them on in the first place, to be honest. Well, force of habit, I guess. And now they're too far away, because they're all what? the way down there, and I'm all the way up here. Might as well keep them on forever, uh, then. Grex, can we have a single word for our, for our global audience? Subscribe! <laughs> that's right you can subscribe uh we are on itunes we are on stitcher we are on soundcloud and are... acast yes and follow any us. other of your own podcast listening devices that's right you can follow us uh, we're on twitter at rg prod a w h g w p r o d we are on facebook facebook.com forward slash rg prod we are also on rgproductions.com you can email us rgproductions at gmail.com if you wish to send us anything whatsoever um, but for now, we have to ask you the question, Andy. What is your one word you wish to give to the people? Out. As in, go out, or you got to... Or get out. Kef, how you in- how you interpret that one's down to you guys. And where you live in the country. Out. You got to... You have Well, it's a very uh, pleasant uh, and... Rather breezy now. Evening goodbye from me, although happy, very happy morning to you. But it's goodbye from me. 
and it's a very breezy. It's nothing between my legsy goodbye <laughs> from him. Um, it's still bloody hot here, but um, see you later. <laughs>